This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Wholesome Monk Podcast. It's your boy, Wholesome Monk. And today I'm joined by a special friend, musician, super talented, the one, the only Lone Wolf. How are you doing, sir? What's good with you? What's good, man? I'm chilling. What's up with you, man? Hey, can't complain, man. I'm super excited to finally get you on because I... First and foremost, just for context, yes, we are friends and everything, but I do mean this when I say this, that you are one of my favorite artists out there right now. And I, I really appreciate your body of work that you put out, especially especially your latest EP, which was Boy Meets World. And um, it has it features a lot of songs that I personally like, like some of my personal favorites, Baby Blue, Destination, No More, uh, amongst many other songs that are on the EP. And I was super curious because since I've heard it, and I, you know, when I hear something I really like, it's on, you know, for many of us, uh, it's on repeat. You know, you like to break down some of the lyrics and some of the bars and some of the emotion that goes behind it. And I was just curious, like, what what inspired you to make that EP? What was what was the what was the process in that? I'm glad you asked, man, and I'm glad that you brought me on here. I respect you as a human being and as a as a creator. So. You know, Appreciate we go back, we, we, we go to school, we went to school together. So, you know, I know you like, you know, real, real closely. So, but anyway, I'm glad to be on your podcast and talk about it. It's the first time I ever talked about this EP on any platform. And this is one that's dear to my heart because it opened so many doors for me. And uh, so I, I I take you back to COVID, man. Uh, I, I got laid off, man. I got, I got furloughed. I was like, damn, what am I going to do? You know what I'm saying? The only thing I got is this music and I just graduated. So I was like, I can use my talents to make film or make write screenplays. So I was writing screenplays. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do a project and release it since everybody's in the house. And to release my fears and anxieties and everything like that, I was like, I'm going to just put songs out that I was anxious on putting out before. I'm going to just put it out now because what... What is going to, what's the worst that's going to happen? We already in our fond du troll. We already at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? We already yeah. hit rock bottom. So what, what can people do more to me than what the world has been doing to themselves? So I was like, I'm going to just make a project called Boomy's World. And the whole concept, if you see the album cover, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you could, I could send it to you, you could put it on here. Yep. It's, it's me on a, on a, a watercolored earth. You know what I'm saying? It's like an artistic earth. And I photoshopped myself on top of that world, just showing that there's different types of um, evolutions and, and, and ways to look at it, different experiences we all have inside the world. And it could be very colorful, dark, somber. And these different expressions on that cover is to show you that this is my experience of me being a boy and meeting the world face value. You know what I'm saying? As far as people know, growing up in you know, urban areas, I grew up in Prince George's County, you know, Hyattsville, uh, Tillam, Langley Park, Adelphi area, you know, and if I didn't know, that's a hard area, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, feel you. I was a boy that met the world at an early stage. You know, I, I met the world really early, you know what I'm saying? Too, too early. Cause you know, I, I, I dissect it like this. The world is, you know, grimy, loving. It's different variations of it. And then the earth is, pure and just nature you know what I'm saying that's god to me earth is just god you know what i'm saying the world is the world like it could be deceptive it could be so i i separate the two so when i say boy meets world 
that means I met, you know, everything that I shouldn't have seen. I've, I've done things I've shouldn't have done at an early age because of my circumstances. And I wasn't a man, I was a boy. And I was trying to figure it out with a boy mentality. You know what I'm saying? So all these songs, like you said, you know what I'm saying? Baby Blue, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it, it's about a relationship with a girl at a young age, you know what I'm saying? Figuring out myself, how I uh, deal with heartbreak, how I deal with separation, how I deal with incompatibility at a young age and not understanding that, why isn't this working for me? You know what I'm saying? It seems like everything's going well, but it's not. Is it me? I don't know if it's me or it's her. So I'm trying to figure this out. Learning about love, learning about sex, learning about different types of aspects of love and how to really fill out people. Then you got songs like Be Yourself. You know what I'm saying? I talk about my grandfather and how he raised me and how he told me about how the world's going to treat me. You know what I'm saying? Because he knew how, you know, being a black man, how it's going to be for me. And, and having me to process that as a boy. So these songs are really just experiences of me being a boy and introducing that to the world. So yeah, that's the whole concept of the album. No, and I really appreciate your explanation on that because I feel like when it comes to music, especially anyone that watches any of my short films over the last four years or so, like your, your music has been heavily featured on them because not only do I believe in you as a talent, and what you do and represent is also, I really like the diversity in which your music is. Because even if it's like six songs of singing and uh, of like singing or a little sing and rap in there a little bit, you know, different like variations of little, you know, just little little flavors here and there of it, but mainly is more like an R&B type vibe. At least that's how I, that's what I get from it. And, uh, but yeah. what I like about it is that even if, you know, and not a lot of not, you know, I think some of the greats do this when it comes to R&B greats, and it's like even when this if it's all just R&B, every song is a very is a different type of energy. It's still at the soul R&B, but it's like a different type of energy that can fluctuate maybe more to like the more of the jazz spectrum of things or a little bit more of the hyper aware new age thing where you were, you know, you add rap to it or like a certain aspect of rap where you can there's bars in there that could be on a rap song compared to like something you would find on a traditional R&B song. And that's what I like about like, you know, songs like No More or like uh, Destination is that it has that R&B soul vibe to it and it has that and No More has a little bit more of a pop feel to it. But at the same day, at the same time, uh, it has that elements that I feel like people who like rap can easily like that song, you know, like it, it, can, it can it's a widened demographic in terms of people who digest and interpret music, which, you know, I want to change gears and slides me into what inspires you uh, when it comes to creating songs? So let's say you're not working on an EP. Let's say you're just working on like, you're taking it once about a time, you're working on a single right now. Let's say that. What would the, the process be? Like, take me from the step of like conception to execution. So, you know, I, I write my own music and I, I produce sometimes my own music. Like the latest song I, I released, Inside Out, Inside and Out, man, was produced by me and, and engineered by me. I mean, well, recorded by me and I had my man engineer. And so when I make music from scratch, it's really based on kind of like atmospheric environments. So like, I'll try to add, add like elements of like the world or like nature or like, you know, try to set the mood. Like Lost Trails 
was the first track that I experimented with that. So if you hear it in the in the second verse in the beginning, it sounds like you're outside in a night realm because I wanted you to to be, you know, I'm, I come from the background of cinema, cinema uh, cinematography and, and digital media. I like to make my songs like a movie. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going into more of a concept of a movie inside of your head instead of on a screen. So when I write my music or when I make music. I create atmospheric, different uh, transitions, different, you know, it could be like, you know what I'm saying, some sound effects in there. It's all giving you a, a cinematic experience, but you can't see it. So the beauty about this, instead of film, film, you put it in front of somebody's face, they take it at face value and they, they go off of what they see. With my songs, I do that cinematic experience and you get to create whatever film you want. I just give you, you know what I'm saying, the background blueprint behind the scenes, but you can hear it and make sounds and create these images in your head when you're listening to my music. So since Boy Meets World, that was my first time that I ever experimented with that cinematic experience through instrumentation. You know what I'm saying? So okay. all my music, that's my goal is like, just like cinema, I try when I write screenplays, I try to create real life scenarios and show you the artistic side of it to kind of broaden your scope of the world and your experience so that's what i'm doing with the music but you just can't see it so when i'm making concepts like baby blue and everything like that like i start with the concept of you know the iris plant you know what i'm saying and i instead of all because the thing is they always say that girls are diamonds they're cherished you know materialistic things and i say um in the song you know what i'm saying she more like an iris than a diamond because she's delicate you know what I'm saying? They always want to refer to these women sometimes as diamond, like their possessions. But the song is a counter to that. It's like she is more of an iris, you know what I'm saying? So then I'll be creating a visual of an iris blooming throughout the winter time. You know what I'm saying? And how she 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 still grows through adversities, and she's still delicate. She could keep that delicate feminine side of her. You know what I'm saying? And then how I, you know what I'm saying? Have a hard time seeing it. In the song, because we do as men, we have a hard time seeing that sometimes we don't treat them like flowers, like they're delicate and they need to be cared for 24 seven. And you know what I'm saying? And that's the dichotomy of trying to switch up people's mind state when they listen to my music, uh, try to recondition what they've been learning. Because we've been learning, you know what I'm saying, to treat things as materials. But the whole experience of life is, is delicate, you know what I'm saying? So we try to mirror things that is materialistic to life when it doesn't make sense. So I'm trying to switch up things with life and life instead of life in a diamond, which is a materialistic thing that doesn't breathe and doesn't live and doesn't grow. So that's what I do with my concepts is try to mirror life in a, a artistic format, but still give you that sense like, man, I think I've been thinking things a little wrong here. You know what I'm saying? When he's talking about it, it's like a new, fresh experience. and that that's what everybody, all the execs that came to me after this album, they say that to me, and they like, hey, it's something I never heard before. Like the, the writing, the music, and corporate, like you said, with the R&B, with the rap tip on it and switching it up in the middle and da 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 The accents of like, uh, of that, of that uh, mixture is a new fresh type type of sound. And you know what I'm saying? I call it like a, like a, uh, I call it like new pop. 
you know what I'm saying? Like one of these uh, bloggers years ago when I was doing Strangers, they called it like soul pop, you know what I'm saying? And that's like kind of mm, okay. like my, my my type of genre I'm trying to uh, bring to the table because I have pop type of uh, melodies over over rap type of beats, but then I also do R&B type of hooks. So, I mean, it's all mixed up, you know what I'm saying? No, I, and I think that's, that's something that I, that's what I like about your person like because also i know you personally so i know your personality and i i've seen you really grind and work over the last couple of years and uh kind of like seeing your you know we filmed together a lot of things and projects so like i've seen your eye on that on a film set and i've also seen you and how you like to you know kind of be in your your head and create like you just said you just explained your process so i've seen it on the outside so it's nice to get the the insight of the inside of how you go about the process and that's why I think and believe in your success and, and you're going to go places because, you know, compared to the the ever going and ever growing world of rap, where you have the, the rise of trap beats and you have uh, people who may or may not be from a, from a certain place that kind of feeds into that music. What I like about your music is, like you said, the whole soul pop idea is that um, I, and, I, and I, hear, I hear in the inflection of your voices is like you you take what you feel and you're not uh, worried or scared of being vulnerable, vulnerable, at least on the track, uh, on your tracks. And you like to kind of put it on display for others to also feel and then kind of get their own take on their own things. Like kind of think about, like you said, about the iris versus the diamond and kind of, mm. you know, compare it yeah. to their own beliefs and ideals and not many starting artists would ever be able to do because i'm and i'm referring back to strangers like you said that's another track that that's the first track i've listened to of yours and that's when i knew because because you know you hear a lot of people's stuff whether it's rap r&b country whatever genre or song or type of music you want to go into and i always sometimes question okay like where's the inspiration coming from because you can tell that's and i feel there's a difference of quality in terms of like you know, people who win the, the Grammys or like are, are touring and stuff like that, you know, people who would do that versus other people. And not saying that Grammy is like shows your success or not, but just in terms of like just the skill level caliber of those people. So, I, you know, you'll always question like, okay, if I have to question, where are you going with this? Like, where is the source of your inspiration? Then I feel like that takes away from your music and that's what makes it kind of drown out with the rest because there's a lot of people who are like that and with your songs at least the ones i especially the ones i first heard off the bat i already knew like okay this 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 dude's different and like i know that where his head's at not only does he love his craft but also i can tell that he has some type of inspiration personal inspirations that help him keep grinding at this and help him find his unique sound, which allow artists have trouble doing is finding their own unique sound and knowing the direction they want to go in, which transitions me into the next question is what are some of your biggest personal inspirations? Like what helps you at night when you're maybe in your studio or maybe you're just in your room, whether it's you maybe you're streaming or you're doing this or that, like what, what is the thing that helps motivate you to get back into the lab and do your thing when times are rough, when you're stuck on a song or stuff like that? Man, trying to trying to trying to be the best peak of my mental health, man. You gotta understand, if you sick mentally, you can't be you can't be physically well. You know what I'm saying? You can't be physically doing the things that you you are set out to do on a daily basis. So I always think about mental health when I make music, because that's the core. 
of being mindful, being conscious of your existence as you hear. And what people, and like you said, going back a little bit, what you said, people are just existing and not being conscious. When they make music, they're just existing in the now, you know what I'm saying? They're just trying to exist. I just need to make money for tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a couple years from now. So I'll just make this song about my 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 butt or my my you know what I'm saying, my punani and let it sell because that's what the people want. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays you hear artists say, Oh, I, that's what the people want to hear. You know what I'm saying? So it's no longer their voice. It's no longer, you know what I'm saying? We got revolu- we I come from, you know, listening to revolutionary people. You know what I'm saying? I come from listening to people, you know what I'm saying? I can't think of the top. Oh yeah, like Marvin Gaye and you know what I'm saying? Uh, Most Def, Talib Kweli. You know what I'm saying? I grew up listening to that type of revolutionary Lauren Hill. So this is my background. This is what drove us to want to live again. As pop, speaking of black people, I'm making it for us and everybody, but mostly for my experience as a black man. Music was the thing that kept us alive. If you go back to slavery, we would sing hymns while we were in the fields just to mentally stay here. You know how many times suicide ran through our ancestors' minds? You know what I'm saying? So we got to understand that when we take out the essence of mental health or keeping us mentally stable, and we just want to put out stuff just because it's in the moment, we're taking out that essence of, you know what I'm saying, our soul existence of, of why we're here. You know what I'm saying? We, we trying to make new music to prolong and better our life you know music can change change countries music can start you know uprisings music can create you know what i'm saying mobs music can create a, a a clan of people to think in a certain mindset so you got to understand that when people say oh i'm not a role model uh don't look at me you can't that's no longer out the question when you take that title to be an artist you are by default a leader you have created a whole group of fans that follow you. They look up to you. They they every they hang on every word, just like a writer. Once you have that artistic integrity, once you put that pen to that paper, you can't go back. You can't just say now, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a leader. That doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Once you put yourself out here in the world, you know, God bless you. Because now you got that, that platform to change nations. There's people that... that that stand on, they had Kanye for 2020. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what we understand. Artists have more power than some presidents, bro. Like, you, you got to understand that. A lot of directors and songwriters and, and screenwriters have power. Squid Games, look at the look at the power that has yeah. behind the movement of writing just of a show. This is doing bigger than, than presidents, than the biggest dictators. It's doing crossing over different countries. So when you understand the power of art, you got to have an artistic integrity. So when you when you're making these, when I'm getting my inspiration, I always have that in mind. And like I tell these execs, I'm changing the narrative of how. Well, I'm trying to get us back to the narrative of how music was when when we were writing, we were thinking of people first and giving our voice and our opinions, but having that. And tell you, be like, okay, if I say this, I know a kid is watching me. 
and I know that he is still grooming himself to be a young man or young girl, let me make sure that I am taking my integrity into this and making sure that I'm driving them in the right direction. Because there's a whole people, there's a whole bunch of people right now that are in the wrong direction. The majority of people that listen to music aren't adults. Let's just be honest. They're middle schoolers, elementary schoolers, high schoolers, the younger, the young adolescents. That's what's driving music. And if you don't believe me, go to concerts. <laughs> You'll be out of place. Go. Go to any concert, any rap concert, you'll see you are out of place because this is what's driving the music. You know what I'm saying? They love music because when you're young, you're soaking up all information. And art is a thing that you can feel like you belong when you're young. As you know, watching anime, you felt like you belonged because of that art. That kept a lot of kids here. So when you understand that, they're not looking at politicians for help. They're not looking at, you know what I'm saying, world leaders and mentors and you know it's sad but you know sometimes that's just what it is that's just how we that's how we that's the world we live in so when you understand that you got to understand when you are artists these kids is looking at you like that like your your father their mother they mentor they politician to make decisions so when you say i'm going out to vote they like okay when i turn 18 i'm gonna go vote because lone wolf said he gonna vote or lone wolf got the covid test I'm going to go take that COVID test. Lone Wolf said, don't kill myself. I'm not going to kill myself. So you understand when my future talks about lean and all this shit, and he called, and then J. Cole dropped that Kids on Drugs album, and everybody was looking at him like he was a shot to the future. No. He was challenging these artists to say, yo, you got to watch what you say. These kids are on drugs because they stand by your word. They think this is what you're supposed to do because they don't know any better. So that's why I love J. Cole. I look up to him. That's one of my favorite artists. You know what I'm saying? Because he understands artistic integrity when he, when he does his music, when he creates. And that's how I kind of mirror that aspect. When I write my music, I say, when I'm writing Baby Blue or Be Yourself, who's out here struggling with this and needs help? And how can I... How can I figure it out? Because I'm doing the same way and I can put myself into it because I'm writing these songs for myself as well. So how can we grow together? So when I go to my concerts, I want them to know that we're going to grow together. So I'm writing this, you know what I'm saying, artistically to help you, but it's helping me. And that's what it should be about. So when you're writing music, that's why I just want to challenge all artists. When you write music, don't just write it about you trapping. Write about a story about how it hurts you. How your homeboy got killed doing it. How your, your, your man's died from lean. How, you know what I'm saying? Make it a realistic aspect. Don't make it fantasy. All these rappers are making fantasies out of these trap music, out of this, this grimy world that I've been in. You know what I'm saying? I never trapped, but I've lived in these environments and I've seen it firsthand. I've been in traps. I've seen how it go down. It's nothing like they paint the picture to be with these beautiful cover arts and these, these magical music videos. These are, these are what kids are getting sucked into and they thinking it's cool. And then you'll see on the news a 13, 14 year old shy and kill his homeboy or kids in the streets and the gangs. Bro, even went to your home country. You know what I'm saying? It went to Ghana. You know what I'm saying? And I love West Africa. You feel me? That's my roots because I'm, I'm an African-American and I'm not trying to talk your head off but 
it's just I saw uh, two two weeks ago it gave me an anxiety attack. I watched that. It's so there, so they Viceland did a documentary on them. They changed their whole culture of sitting around trap music. That that I think is Kuma is the city is right outside Kura. They changed their whole name to Kumerica. They got streets say Louisiana. They changed the name of their streets. That's been for centuries. The village. It's like the, the village changed to America because they want to be like, like that trap music that they that the media in America is promoting. And it's taking the essence out of their culture. And it's, and, it's, and, it's, and it's frustrating me because this is not what music is supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? This form of trap music that's coming out now is not Tupac. It's not Biggie. It's no storyline behind it. It's, it doesn't show you the dark side of it. It only shows you the you know what I'm saying? And, and that's what's, what's, what's killing us right now, even across, all, like I said, all countries. It's spreading to the West, to our homeland. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's getting them brainwashed to think that this is how we get out of Ghana. This is how we make our village successful. But at the same time, they wearing these flat gang flags. I was telling my girl, I said, what if they come to America raving this gang shit? They don't think the same. They don't, they don't care that they from Ghana. They don't care that they not from here. They're going to think that they on that gang shit. And then what's going to happen to these young Ghanaians that don't know any better? They're going to start dying. Even in even even back in Ghana, you know what I'm saying? If they if they try to do this gang life, what, what happens when they start dying because some dumb shit like we don't hear? We trying to decondition that mentality here. I work in I work in Maryland Park and Planet. I work in these rec centers. I'm working with these kids in my neighborhoods. So I know how hard it is. So like I said, you know what I'm saying? We that artist integrity is everything so when, when i look at music that's how i'm looking at the future generation what i'm saying right now am i gonna am i gonna nourish them or am i gonna or i'm gonna destroy them yeah i think that's a that's an important point to drive home because even as someone who does you know the content i'm the content that i make whether i'm doing stand-up comedy whether i'm doing poetry spoken word uh acting directing writing whatever i do um, at the moment of that project, I always think about, um, I operate from a room of, because I only know myself the best, so I operate the room of, you know, what spaces did I have that I want to expand upon, and what spaces did I not have or did not get access to for whatever reason I didn't get access to it, and how do I build that? Um, so mm -hmm. I operate off of those things. So for stand-up, it's always about, um, you know, romance, because romance is something that I always like to explore because it's, it's an international language. Yeah, it comes in different forms, but no matter what, there's a lot, there's tons, It's I, to me, is one of the most, like, there's so many international uh, tales for a romance, like a heart, people know what heart means, people know what these different forms of it is, and it's such a, and it, branches into the psychology and all these different things so I like to do that with my short films and my comedy whether it's in film on stage and when it comes to anime it's about you know having a space that people born in the 90s or early 2000s may or may not have had and that kids have now because kids have access to basically the world in their pockets so the the digest the di you know digesting content is so different now compared to it's ever been. So you have so many different ways that we have to, uh, that kids want to express themselves, or teenagers want to express themselves. 
And even me, like I know that um, working with high school, like high school seniors to get prepared for college and working with college freshmen and sophomores who Mm. are still basically still kids at the end of the day, still like teenagers, young men and women and everything in between. And, um, you know, seeing that they're still held back by whatever notion they've gotten and gotten conditioned through the years in public schooling. Um, So like you said, it's really important to find the, find the inspiration and then to execute on it from the concept to the execution point. Cause a lot of it between the concept to execution in the middle is where all the work, the recording sessions, uh, uh, all the, you know, redoing and then doing this again and tweaking this and that happens in between. And a lot of music, a lot of content, a lot of, uh, a lot of stories have died in the middle and never mm. make it, to the, uh, you know, to the execution stage. So I think it's, like you said, it's important to process everything in different ways because we're all different. We all think differently. Um, so, and I tell people this all the time. That's why I try to take an, that's why I try to take a different approach to, you know, how rude kids are these days, especially um, because of how much exposure they have to grown folk business, I, I, as some people <laughs> may call it. Um, because the internet, like, it's just they know stuff yeah, and they're evolving stuff that you may have never been like. I was never exposed to, um, even in an environment that uh, you see death or you see you see whether it's death, prostitution, you see uh, drugs, you see all these different things you're exposed to. But even then, you're you're still not exposed to so much so much knowledge that you don't even know what to do. So you just mistaken it for something else, and you do all these different things with it. So that's why you know I don't like to direct anger or a frustration because at the end of the day I've been a kid before and I remember and I try to you know especially doing what I do I always have to go to that childish way just like an athlete you're at the end of the day they're just grown men playing a kid's game so you still have to have that childish kind mm. of belief in there somewhere that keeps you pure enough to be able to execute the I like that idea yeah. and um so that's why I don't get mad at them because you have to understand like where they're coming from you have to you know, you get to ex- uh, educate if they're if they're mistaken instead of just like young at them. Because at the end of the day, they don't know who you are. You're just a random person on the internet or a random artist that they don't have any real strong relation to unless they really latch onto your content. In which, like you said, in that point and that aspect, wherever you say or do, they going to kind of follow you. So you have to be very careful and you have a responsibility. And, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. Even if you're not a big or famous person, if you have a following at all, you have the responsibility to make sure whatever you do, wherever you want to carry yourself, that's how you want people to follow you. Cause mm. they're going to follow you regardless one way or another. So you have to like take that upon yourself to do it. And that's why I don't recommend this kind of lifestyle to everybody. Cause not a lot of people think that way. And I was like, you'd be surprised. Cause that's how you get caught later when all these people start doing shit and you're just sitting there. Like, I didn't tell them to do that. It's like, you didn't have to. Your actions, their fault. That's what a leader, that's what leadership is. This is when people follow exactly you. and a lot of communication these days is nonverbal. Like people just gonna follow you and mistaking. That's why you have to be super careful. And that's something you get through training and and sometimes you just get these these lessons. But uh we're we're running out of time. So I want to give you some time to talk about uh any upcoming projects you may have. Like, well, what's what's Lone Wolf working on? What's in the shop? What's in the lab? Shoot, man. I there's some stuff I can't talk about what well, i wish i could but I'm, I'm doing some big talks behind the scenes and people you know what I'm saying like i said boy meets world was the best decision i ever made this is the first ep full project i put out i kept doubting myself to put it out i put it out it didn't get a lot of plays but it got to a lot of 
of important people. You know what I'm saying? And just that body of work showed who I really was as an artist for these, these execs and a and to see who Lone Wolf is. Because dropping singles, that's cool. But dropping this project, and, and another thing is, artists, don't wait for nobody. Because I know how y'all, I know how it is going to studios and people having your your, your hard drives, your, your, your precious content. Get you, I invested in my, I can't show y'all, but my studio right here, I invested in the mic, 200 some dollars. Then I got me a, a interface. Learn, do be self-efficient. I did all this in my bedroom. I recorded Boy Meets World in my bedroom with my, my pen, pen and pad and some producers and, uh, and some engineers I sent my, my work to. Don't wait on nothing. I did this in COVID. I did it, I recorded it, mixed it, spent my money, whenever I, whatever I had left and put it out because it was therapeutic and it was, it was helping me out. But then it also transpired to new business opportunities and for me to get seen the new light. So I don't regret doing it in my bedroom. The quality of night might be the best, but the message was there. And I'm working on new projects right now called Love Wolf. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't tell you the date because it's shit going on behind the scenes, but just know I'm working on a project called Love Wolf. It's based on, you know what I'm saying? Being vulnerable again, but on more of a romantic tip. You know what I'm saying? Being a, a, a and challenging masculinity. Because, uh, you know what I'm saying? I was talking to my friend yesterday uh, how we never can be vulnerable as men because we get challenged by society. So this is more showing people that that's my whole thing about music anyway, or showing uh, my message is showing that I'm a man and not everything I do being vulnerable is gay or you're being weak. So I do this purposely. I, I, I'm so vulnerable in my music to be purposely showing y'all that you don't have to be, you know, so rigorous and hard and shout and, and, and shunning people out of your emotion. So Love Wolf is showing that you could be vulnerable and, and talk about you crying, talk about you getting your heart broke, talk about you, you know what I'm saying, being a simp, anything. And then also talk about you being toxic, because let's be real, we get caught up in the emotions and we be on some toxic Drake certified level boy shit, you know what I'm saying? So that's how that's how it is sometimes. So that whole project, <laughs> that whole project is all these emotions that gets bottled up and you finally being vulnerable. So I'm saying, please just love Wolf. You know what I'm saying? Love me for me. Love Wolf how I am. And that's that whole project. So. This is the most, probably the most vulnerable project I'm probably gonna do. Uh, I'm about to go in and re-record some joints and I'm probably gonna release a single uh, this fall or this this winter. Um, just trying to introduce in that little vulnerable side. But yeah, mostly love songs and shit like that. But it's, it's, it's not just about love songs, it's about vulnerability as a man. And that's what the message is. Uh, but yeah, and hopefully I get to show y'all what's up next right now, but we'll talk later. Hopefully we can do another one of these and maybe give you an update and shit. I, I lo always love to have you. The door is always open for you, my friend. Um, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Where can the people find you out there on the interweb? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, all social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. You know what I'm saying? It's Lone Wolf XCVL, like the Roman numerals, 20. XCVL, Lone Wolf uh, XCVL.
uh, on all platforms. Facebook is just Lone Wolf. That's my fan page. Um, and I'm on Twitch as well. I stream pretty much daily. Uh, you fooling around. It's it's less serious Lone Wolf. This is this is artistic Lone Wolf. This is gaming Lone Wolf. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm more chill on this one. I'll be having fun. I'll be cracking jokes. And See, I'm more funny on there. Twitch.tv slash dropboylone. Uh, uh, you can find me on there and I'm streaming right there. And that's Lone Wolf with, uh, with the E, right? Yeah, L-O-N-E and then Wolf with the E at the end. W-O-L-F-E. Love it, love it. And you can find me on all social media platforms at wholesome underscore monk. Get you some wholesome monk merch. We got pillows. We got blankets. We got hoodies. We got, I'm telling you right now, this is comfortable Damn. as a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It's comfortable as hell. So you get all these things. Uh, and this is recycle friendly too. They use plastics and everything. And to try to help the earth and get us better so we can actually live out our lives and be old. Uh, so yeah, copy this, I'm, about, I'm about to order mine right now. Hey, see, there we go. That's how we do it. That's how we do it around here, folks. Uh, but yes, please stream Lone Wolf's latest EP, Boy Meets World. It's amazing. I'm telling you, everyone's going to get something out of it. it is for everybody, and it's amazing. So with that being said, if you watch this podcast or you listen to it, you're now 10% more wholesome than you were before you listened. Peace out, everybody.